0: Today we have uh, one of our professional truck drivers with us, Carol Rax. Did I pronounce it correctly?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Um, and we're going to talk with him a little bit about his experience as a truck driver and about his move to Canada and about his hobbies and interests and all that good stuff. So we're just going to jump right in. And Carol, maybe you could give us an introduction of who you are, where you're from, etc.
1: Um. My name is Carol. I'm a truck driver for um, 14 years right now, and I'm originally from Romania. I came uh, in Canada three, three years ago. Um, I moved on PI two years ago, and um, I feel like I'm home. I choose Canada because um, it's almost the same climate like Romania, mm. and uh, I uh, I always want. Um,
0: you get lots of phone
1: calls throughout the day yeah so I to be a truck driver because I like to travel and um, I cannot work like on a closed environment Mm. I feel like uh, uh, I feel like I need to be free (laughs) in a way I don't like to have my boss behind my shoulder all day and uh, for that reason, this uh, this job suits me.
0: Yeah. And when you first got to Canada, you were in Quebec, correct? Right. And then you moved to PEI from Quebec.
1: Yeah, I moved because um, my my French is not so good as my English, and um, I didn't. Um, I just I didn't felt like there was the the right place for me over there. Mm. So uh, a friend of mine. Was here and uh, he asked me to come here because he was thinking that uh, I will enjoy the island, and uh, actually, he was right.
0: Yeah, what's your favorite thing about the island? Would you say
1: Uh, I love this place because the people are friendly Mm -hmm. and um, we are like very, very it's a very like friendly community, and uh, I don't see a lot of. violence happening on the island mm-hmm. probably is like zero mm-hmm. with uh, minor exceptions mm-hmm. but i think it's um, it's one of the safest places in canada to raise your kids
0: yeah definitely and you say that you like to travel with trucking what would be one of like, the coolest places that you've been to
1: well i was uh, once i was close to a statue of liberty and mm-hmm. I went with the truck close to the Statue of Liberty uh, ferry and uh, I just uh, went and visited the Statue of Liberty. Uh, I can say I went with my truck over there, so.
0: That's awesome because, yeah, I guess going to New York a lot. Yeah. Have you been um, Times Square? I
1: was, uh, once I had a delivery in Manhattan. Okay. and. Um, I I had the the opportunity to visit uh, Times Square and uh, all those uh, buildings over there.
0: And you've been pretty far west as well. You went to Arizona.
1: Yeah, I was in California, just at the end of the the U.S., let's say San Antonio, Uh California. Yeah, I was over there also.
0: That's awesome. How do you find going from one extreme climate to the other? How do you adapt to that? So if you're here on a snowy day in PEI and then you're going down to warm California and back?
1: Well, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, but it's not so hard as you think. I remember last time uh, I was in February in uh, California and in PEI was like one foot snow and over there mm-hmm. was like 27 degrees. So it uh, was like a, a very big climate change. But you go like gradually,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because uh, the weather warms up gradually while you're driving over there. So,
0: mm-hmm. I guess your suitcase would have a mix of all different types of clothing. Well, suitcase? Do you have a suitcase in I there? have two, <laughs> two suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you'd need thick clothing and then nice warm clothing. Yeah. A little bit of everything there. Yeah.
1: You almost have shorts, you have long pants, you have wool pants. Oh, uh, yeah. I have hiking pants, training pants, <laughs> a lot yeah. of t-shirts, long shorts. And
0: that's another thing I wanted to, to discuss with you. So you said you have your training pants with you. Yeah. So uh, Carol likes to work out while he's on the road. For all our listeners, he's hashtag fit to drive is the way he likes to put it and basically while he's on the road he has dumbbells in his truck and i guess you can kind of elaborate more on that what do you do to stay healthy and to stay active while you're on the road
1: well if it's uh, if it's a bad weather outside i will uh work out with my dumbbells inside the truck not much uh, but uh, i'm trying to do like a 60 minutes workout when i have the time uh, but if it's uh if it's daytime and it's uh, if it's good weather outside i like to go for a run if it's possible if not i will go for a walk and uh, during the summer time i carry the bicycle with me and i'm trying uh, to do some um, riding outside and you can you can go in places where you cannot go with the truck and you can enjoy all the views and um, let's say, all the attractions around one city, just go with the bicycle when we have time. When we don't have time, we just do some uh, other stuff like push-ups, squats, and we just try uh, try to be fit because uh, a lot of truck drivers have the problem with the weight management because of the unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. So, uh, even we eat, sometimes we, we eat a pizza or a hot dog or something like that. We are trying to uh, to burn that extra calories.
0: Mm-hmm. And I can imagine you know, sitting sitting down and driving. It must feel nice to be liberated from that for a bit and go for a run and get your legs moving. And yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if uh, sometimes if I go like jogging and after that I have, uh, have to drive all day, it just uh, you feel like very like light mm-hmm. while you're driving yeah. and uh, you have your, your mind clear of mm-hmm. all the bad stuff and things mm-hmm. and... Actually, you you get you get rid of a lot of your problems from Mm -hmm. your head, and you can drive without any concerns. You can focus on your driving. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a great way to clear the head, and like you said, to go sightseeing. If you go and bring your bike and bike around a city, you get exercise and you get to check out the city that you're visiting. So. It's a win-win for both sides. Yep. And what about food? So I know most drivers will do like a meal prep and cook a bunch of food and bring it with them on the road. Do you do that for healthy food to stay healthy and not buy fast food? or?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same. I'm trying to uh, prepare a big part of my, uh, of my food from home and uh, put it in the fridge uh, so I can enjoy later. But uh, I still have a grill with me have a grill sometimes I'm, I'm doing some barbecues when the the weather is okay um, mm-hmm. nothing fancy i just mm-hmm. buy some uh, some beef or uh, some chicken it's like five minutes to uh to prepare a barbecue it's not much mm-hmm. but it's healthy
0: yeah what's your favorite meal to have on the road
1: well probably a ribeye steak
0: <laughs> yeah just grill up your own steak yeah And is it tempting to drive by all these fast food spots or if you're at a truck stop, is it tempting to eat? It's tempting
1: because uh, after, um, let's say you drive 10 hours and you get Mm -hmm. tired and uh, your your stomach is empty and you know it's not okay to eat a lot uh, in the evening or before going to bed, Mm -hmm. but uh, let's say you have to... uh, you have to fuel your truck you have to go inside the truck stop for a receipt and then the temptation is over there you see a lot of chicken wings hot dogs <laughs> pizza and it's it's just hard to uh, stay away from there
0: yeah you'd have to have good willpower so yeah just say nope i'm gonna stick with the healthy food and does your sleep affect that at all like you, what's your sleep schedule like because i know that you're a night driver which is great because when you drive at night, there's less traffic, and it's great for trip planning. So with night driving, how does that work for your sleep schedule?
1: Well, uh, I'm trying to uh, to sleep between like 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. I'm trying to sleep those hours because uh, I, I just know that my body, uh, if they get that hour, if I sleep on those hours, it's, it's pretty good, but... Uh, Sometimes you have to drive more or something, and uh, you're trying to uh, to recover that mm-hmm. hours later. And uh, it's just um, I'm closing my, my, my I turn off my phone and everything, and uh, mm-hmm. I uh, I'm trying to uh, to get at least five or six hours of uh, mm-hmm. of sleep per day. Yeah. At least
0: five hours of sleep. That's not very much.
1: That's not very much. No.
0: Uh. <laughs> Well, you can survive off of that.
1: Well, uh, you uh, sometimes you have extra time and you can uh, you can recover some um, of the yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can take a nap sometimes.
0: Yeah. Do you have like blackout curtains for the truck? Oh yes, I great. have. Yes, I yeah.
1: have. We have blackout curtains. Yeah.
0: That would be necessary for <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> the light coming through. Trying to sleep at noon. I don't know if I could do that. Um, what would you say is your favorite part? We're going to go kind of into just the role of the truck driver. What would you say is your favorite part about being a truck driver?
1: Well, the favorite part is uh, like even, um, even a lot of jobs um, were like uh, substantially reduced during the, the COVID Mm-hmm but we are we are still working and uh, we know that without us uh, people cannot enjoy like food mm-hmm. and uh, they will not get their food actually they will not get a lot of essential stuff and sometimes uh, i just feel that we are um, we really are essential workers even others don't see it like that but we are trying um, we are trying to provide a lot of things for everybody we are trying to be on time, and um, for that, sometimes you feel like a reward knowing that you do your part for uh, for everybody.
0: mm mm-hmm. Especially during COVID, I remember everybody was freaking out about toilet paper for yeah. one reason, and right. the shelves were empty, and everyone was panicking. And when you really think about it, you're like, wow. Without truck drivers, there would never be toilet paper.
1: Exactly. There,
0: never. And so, um, how did you find the whole COVID um, "Thank a Trucker" campaign was, and how were you impacted by that?
1: Was was challenging at the beginning. I know uh, a, a big part of truck drivers didn't want to go uh, from Canada in the US because they were scared. We were scared. Everybody was scared. Um, we still are but um, we learn we learn to uh, to be cautious mm-hmm. we learn to protect ourselves we uh, we don't go uh, in, in places where we can get get like in touch with covid so uh, most of the time we just stay apart and a lot of company a lot of companies help us in that way there are some companies we just drop the papers inside the trailer we don't have contact with nobody we just go to the dock we uh we make the drop and then we go out without seeing nobody so uh in this um from this point a lot of companies made changes to uh, to be safe us we are doing a lot of um, a lot of changing in our behaviors to be safe we are using uh, uh, gloves. We are using masks. We are using hand sanitizer mm-hmm. everywhere, and uh, probably a lot of guys don't don't see that. But uh, uh, sometimes it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge sometimes, and uh, you go in a uh, you go in U.S. Uh, you try to adapt in every every state. Have different rules, and uh, we are trying to adapt everywhere to be safe, and uh, we don't want to affect uh, nobody.
0: Mm-hmm. And we thank you for for putting yourself out there and, you know, going into those dangerous places to, to make sure that people get their their stuff and to keep the economy moving. So we're very thankful for you and for all of the truck drivers that, that are doing that right now. Something that I wanted to touch on, you mentioned that you don't see people often, especially right now with COVID. How do you deal with Loneliness on the road or that not having that human interaction all the time.
1: Well, we are, uh, we are listening music, radio and...
0: Uh, and now podcasts, hopefully. <laughs> yeah,
1: and um, sometimes we, uh, we speak on the phone with uh, other drivers, with family. Everybody now has uh, professional headsets so we can be safe while uh, we are on the phone. Mm-hmm. and but most of the time we are, we must be uh, careful we must be we must pay attention to the traffic and uh, because we are going on the East Coast it's uh, it's a very crowded area and uh, you must pay a lot of attention on the road and we um, it's like time flies when you're driving then when you stop you try to do something you try to So enjoy like a meal, try to do something, do a workout or uh, speak with a family and then you have to go to sleep. You wake up and another day starts again. Keep going, right? Mm -hmm. Until you are home.
0: So listening to music, do you have a a certain genre that you like?
1: Well, uh, usually I I listen just uh, dance music or uh, Mm -hmm. radio, sometimes radio seems to be good, you, uh, you listen to some music, you listen to some news, mm-hmm. you know if something happens on the road.
0: Yep, that's a good point. You listen to my express news, newsletters?
1: Yes, of course.
0: <laughs> I just started recording them because I thought, well, if I'm sending out newsletters to drivers and they're driving, why not make it an audio clip? They can listen to the newsletter instead of have to read it.
1: So now there are no
0: excuses. I expect every driver to listen to my (laughs) newsletter and follow what I'm saying. Um, And another thing I wanted to touch on is you are a driver coach. Yes. Uh, So I believe right now you are with a student. Can you talk a little bit about that and your experience being a driver coach?
1: Well, it's a challenge. I can tell you that it's a challenge because um, being with someone that doesn't have like no experience on the road, mm-hmm. um, you must pay like more attention than uh, uh, like being a driver because you have to uh, you have to know you have to um, be aware of the traffic and uh, you have to you have to see in advance all the moves that um, the student is doing. And you must mm-hmm. anticipate everything um, from uh, ahead. You have to anticipate everything ahead. And that way, but also, also it's it's very important if the student listens to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can say I was lucky because my student was a, a great guy. He listened everything I've told him. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any problem on the road. I can tell you that and I hope all the all the students would be like that like him <laughs> yeah like him then would uh, be a nice job but uh, I know that uh, not everybody is the same so um, mm. we, are, we are trying to adapt to uh, to make a good driver mm. from uh, every student
0: what would you say to other drivers that are interested in becoming driver coaches well
1: you must you must have patience that's mm must understand that uh, safety first is, is, is not just a motto it's uh, actually it's it's a must safety first mm-hmm. it's it's a thing that must be respected and um, you have to think of the safety every time before you're telling something to the to the student mm-hmm. and um, you must have a lot of patience I can tell you that a more patience, patience than usual because some some things you are uh, you are doing just like from your routine mm-hmm. but when you are with with a uh, with student you must teach him everything right. everything and uh, the time it's uh, it's short mm-hmm. so you must be very explicit when, uh, when you're teaching someone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that being challenging but also very rewarding that you get to help someone beginning yes. their career. Yes. And how long have you been driving for again? Fourteen, 14 years. Fourteen years. And what's the driving like in Romania compared to North America?
1: Well, it's it's not so different. We are uh, we are hauling like the same uh, weights. It's uh, it's not a big difference. The only difference is the driving the driving schedule. You get mm-hmm. more hours to drive in Canada. Mm-hmm. But it's the same difference like in US. Mm-hmm. In US you have less hours, in Canada you have more. So uh, we are like close to the US driving mm-hmm. schedule, but uh, otherwise it's, uh, it's not a big difference. We, um, we have uh, shorter, like uh, truck and trailers, but we can hold the same weight.
0: Okay, so they're shorter, but...
1: They are shorter weight. with five meters, mm-hmm. but you can haul same weight.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah. And how did you find adapting to Canada, not only just with the difference in driving, but just from moving from Romania to Canada, adapting with the culture was,
1: change? was hard at the beginning because I didn't knew a lot of things, but uh, I was lucky because I had... Uh, I had very uh, nice friends and I I found nice people over here. They helped me to uh, adapt and uh, for that I'm I'm very thankful uh, to Canada for that.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you say to young people that are interested in becoming a truck driver and that are interested in getting involved in the industry? What would be your advice to them and what would you say to them?
1: well I see a lot of guys they are coming in business just for the money and uh, those guys are coming and are going they will not stay if uh, if you want to be a truck driver and if you love trucks and driving then will be um, the job we will suit you and uh, will be a nice job for you but if you're coming just for the money will be hard. I don't say it's impossible to become a truck driver just to earn some some more money, but you will never like it mm-hmm. and you will have a lot of problems on the roads for that reason. And uh, I know that the guys that that are loving this job, they enjoy every trip. Mm-hmm. You can see on their faces they are happy. They are not mm-hmm. sad like, oh, I go on another trip. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish I would stay home. I, I don't want to stay home too much I love my family but it's like I feel sometimes I just feel I have to go and drive it's yeah. it's strange I know it's strange probably you think
0: mm-hmm. and it, it's great because you get to be home and you get to go on the road and you have a nice balance of the two
1: exactly so you can do both exactly
0: so passion you got to be passionate about it
1: yes yes mm-hmm. it's like there are, there are some guys they have the jobs to I know to climb on whatever, buildings to Mm. mount signs over there or something. Mm. It's not for everybody, but if you like that and you have passion, you can do that. So it's the same with trucking because sometimes we go on remote places, remote locations. Mm -hmm. When I remember last year, I have a load and uh, i went uh, in the forest with no signal on the phone and no gps Uh, i I was following just the the direction of the um, of the guy i supposed to deliver some uh, uh, some trees some apple trees and uh, yeah it's like a challenge but when you get there and you see the people are happy you know it's it's like it's like a nice reward
0: yeah you didn't get stuck did you no, <laughs> no. any other interesting trucking stories that oh. are pg for the
1: <laughs> well no just uh i got i got stuck once it was uh last year when it was a lot of snowing i got uh i got in a delivery place and i I had to wait till the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, it was snowing all night, oh, and uh, after I was empty, you don't get so much traction, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a lot of snow, and I need like a tractor to uh, pull me out from mm-hmm. there, till I got on the road.
0: Oh no, and that must have been a pretty heavy tractor to pull you out.
1: <laughs> right, it was a loader actually, it was oh, a big was longer, loader. Yeah was a big loader
0: and where was that in Quebec no it was in New Brunswick New New Brunswick they get a lot of snow too yeah Uh, oh my well hopefully this winter isn't too bad we already had one snowfall so might be an early winter
1: well I'm just hoping that everybody will drive safe because last year I saw a lot of bad accidents during the snow especially on New Brunswick and i just hope that everybody will respect the the speed limit it's just mm-hmm. uh, don't take it like a race it's not a race we are trying to get uh, everybody's trying to get safe and everybody's is trying to get back to their families mm-hmm. just i'm just hoping that the guys they're listening they are they are, will drive safe and respect the speed limits that speed limits are there for a reason exactly and um, i saw again i saw a lot of accidents last year a lot of guys was going out from the road because of the snow, because they were driving too fast and just try to respect the others. uh, If you see that all the trucks are driving like with 70 kilometers per hour, we can drive faster, but it's not safe. Mm -hmm. And when we see a driver uh, passing us with 100, we know it's not safe Mm -hmm. and uh, we are not like uh, mean, but we are just hoping that that guy will... uh, go back to his lane and drive safe because mm-hmm. when he gets out, maybe he will hit another car exactly. and can do a lot of damage. So uh, for that reason, I'm just hoping that we have, uh, we have new guys on especially on Atlantic that probably they never saw snow. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of guys like from Jamaica, they never mm-hmm. saw snow. So uh, guys just respect the speed limits mm-hmm. and uh, drive safe. That's my advice
0: that's great advice safety first
1: exactly I
0: don't even like driving in the snow in my car in my personal vehicle so in a truck I'd be even more scared so yeah that's a good point and good advice any other advice before we finish?
1: well uh, I'm just hoping that everybody is doing uh, a good uh, VIR before uh, they are going on the road <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping that uh I see more like courtesy on the road. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of road rage lately. Mm-hmm. So just, <laughs> just think about it. the other the other driver. Probably he had a bad day. Probably you had a bad day. Mm-hmm. But you don't wanna get in a lot of troubles just because uh, because you wanna pass him and he doesn't wanna let you pass him. Sometimes it's better to act like passive and just just.
0: Just let
1: them. Let them be, you know.
0: What are some common courtesy things for truck drivers on the road? Well, you mentioned blink when you blink your lights. Flashing. When you flash your lights.
1: Yeah. yeah, We um we on pi every time like uh, we see other guys like crossing the bridge or we see a pi license plate, mm-hmm. we flashing lights or uh, we say hi with our hands, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. it's like uh, it's like courtesy you know
0: oh nice
1: and uh, well a lot of guys are not doing that anymore
0: mm.
1: lately i don't know why and mm. um, another thing is when you see someone is trying to uh, to get into the highway mm-hmm. with a truck you're trying to move on the other lanes so, so you facilitate his entry mm-hmm. so he can get on and uh well lately I don't I don't see a lot of truck drivers uh, respect each other, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not good. That's not good because uh, I know uh, the trucks are easier to drive right now
0: mm-hmm. with
1: all full automatic and there are young drivers that they don't know about those things, but uh, I'm just hoping that won't be like a race between us mm-hmm. because it's not a race. Everybody must get to their destination in time, but it's not a race.
0: Exactly. And it'll actually slow you down more if you get in an accident. So... Exactly. <laughs> Better to be safe than sorry.
1: I don't want to... Some, some guys are uh, probably... Uh, have some anger management. It's just...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's an it's, uh, anger issue and they need anger management. And... Uh, you just, it's better to don't get involved mm-hmm. in those things. Yeah. Just sometimes you have to be past. Just let them be. Just,
0: just stay in your own lane.
1: Exactly. Just stay in your own lane. I, I, I was trying like uh, three days ago when I was mm-hmm. coming home. Uh, a guy was driving with 90 kilometers. So, uh, speed limit was uh, 110 on New Brunswick. And I say, mm-hmm. I will pass him. Mm-hmm. and I, i'm starting to do the passing maneuver and when he saw me he started accelerating oh. so we were both going with the same speed right oh. and i could stay over there like for half an hour and we will be on the same position right mm-hmm. but when i saw that he's accelerating i just slow down go behind okay. him again and that's all you know but uh, probably he was i don't know thinking to something else we don't know
0: yeah, I guess we don't know what they're going through, and like you said, maybe they're having a bad day too. Exactly. Yeah, but that's good that you just backed up, went back in your, went back over, and did your own thing. Cause, like I said, fa- safety first for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know that you have a load, speaking of getting on the road, you have a load in a couple hours here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah? So I won't take up any more of your time. I know you're busy, but thank you very much for speaking with me today and having this great conversation. Thanks for all the hard work you do.
1: Thank you so much. I'm happy I can do that.
0: Thanks, Carol.